0: Welcome to the Story Pirates Podcast. The Story Pirates take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Now, if you're new to the Story Pirates Podcast, you can keep listening here for a hilarious story written by a real kid. Or, if you want to take the whole ride, head on back to Season 1, Episode 1 and start listening there. That episode is a great place to start. It's called I Love a Ghost slash Fred the Carrot. But whether you're a new listener or a longtime listener, we're so excited to share with you a brand new story right here every week until season six comes out later this year. And one of those stories is coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups.
1: We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. How did our brains
2: even come together? Like, it's so cool. We
1: inspire each other. And the world will never be the same.
2: The Sully Pirates.
0: Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. You know, sometimes we all have a little bit of trouble being good. But other times, it's the easiest thing in the world to do the right thing, even when you're a bad guy. That's what today's new story is about. And here's the author to introduce it.
2: Hi, I'm Aya, and I'm eight years old, and I live in New York. This is my story, The Bad Guy That Does Good Things. Oh, how I just love being a bad guy. Bad and alone. Bad and alone.
1: Are you singing about yourself again, Mr. Trevor? Ah,
2: Don't you know you should never sneak up on me like that? For I am Trevor,
1: the baddest bad guy who ever lived. Yes, and I am Gregory, your ever-faithful, hopelessly devoted assistant. Quiet,
2: nameless assistant.
1: My name is Gregory.
2: We've got to get to the business of the day. Being bad.
1: Item one, say something mean to your assistant.
2: Oh, goody, goody, Gregory.
1: You remembered my name. Thank you.
2: Well, don't take it as a compliment. I remembered your name by accident. I still appreciate it. Anyways, something mean to say to you like I do every day. This should be no problem. You
1: really are a terribly good helper. Thank you, sir. That's so nice of you to say. What? What? Sorry. What I meant to
2: say is it's horrible, when I imagine you not in my life. Wait.
1: I can't imagine my life without you, too, sir. No. I didn't mean to be
2: nice. I meant to be mean. I mean. What I meant was you are
1: so gross. Gross? Slee underpaid. I'm giving you a raise. (gasps) A raise on my birthday? You really are the best boss ever. This is just like my wish. Enough of this. Wow, you smashed that glass vase straight into the recycling bin. I was aiming for the floor. Oh, let's just move on. Well, it says here on our list we are supposed to, oh boy, be impolite to someone. Being impolite is... Super bad. Did you find someone nice to whom I could be impolite? I've already taken the liberty of inviting my grandmother to the lair, sir, and she is the sweetest person I know. When your grandmother arrives, I
2: shall open the door for her. Like, I'm so excited to have her here. Then...
1: I won't hold the door for her. (laughs) Sounds like Grandma's here.
2: Hello, Grandma to my assistant. It's so nice to meet you.
1: Hello! Oh, Mr. Trevor, you look even handsomer than my grandson told me.
2: Allow me to hold this door for you.
1: How sweet. That door looks very heavy.
2: So heavy that it would be very annoying if, while you were still entering, someone were to say, let go of it.
1: Thank you for holding that door open for me.
2: You're very welcome.
1: Wait, what? Wow, Mr. Trevor, I thought you were going to make my grandmother hold the door for herself, and instead you just held it open for her until she was safely inside our secret lair. Such a gentleman. No, I'm no gentleman. I'm a bad man, I mean guy. I'm a bad guy. Only a
2: gentleman
1: would hold a heavy door like that for a little old lady like me.
2: Well, would a gentleman take your coat, then
1: throw it. Wow, you hooked the jacket perfectly onto the coat rack. Biscuits! <laughs> that was very kind! And impressive. Such a gentleman. I
2: am not a gentleman. I'm a bad guy. And just like a bad guy, I am going to pull out your chair.
1: Yeah. Oh my, I guess I'll just have a seat.
2: Now, I'll push you in gently.
1: How kind.
2: Biscuits. I was accidentally good again.
1: What is happening to me? Speaking of biscuits, do you have any? I'm a bit hungry from my journey here. Ha-ha! <laughs> no, no, I do not have biscuits because I'm a bad host. But, sir, you're holding a tray of freshly baked biscuits in your hands. What? When did I pick this up? You've had them this whole time. Ah! Ooh, all for me? Wow, sir. I'm starting to think that maybe you're not a bad guy after all. Maybe wishes do come true. I wish
2: you would be quiet with this good guy nonsense. I'm a bad guy. That's my whole thing. Now I gotta clear my head. I'm getting out of here to get some fresh air. What is going on with me today? Instead of feeling cold and evil inside, I feel some bizarre sort of warmth that makes the corners of my mouth want to turn upwards
1: without the inside of my eyebrows pointing down. You mean a non-evil smile, sir? Uh, Gregory, what are you doing out here? We followed you outside. I thought you could tell we were right behind you. You held the door for us again! I don't know what's happening. What is this warm feeling inside me? Perhaps it is the warmth one feels
2: when doing good, sir. Impossible! I know what the warm feeling is. It's a sign that I must do the baddest thing a bad guy could possibly do. You don't mean... Yes, I'm going to destroy the forest.
1: That's not gentlemanly at all.
2: To the forest!
1: Oh, Stu, aren't you glad we took this camping trip out into the woods? I sure am, Drew. (laughs) Me too, Stu. But we should have worn warmer shoes, Drew. We didn't even wear shoes, Stu. Oh, my toes are turning blue, Drew. Mine too, Stu. I wish we knew how to get this fire going so we could warm up. Maybe we need some smaller sticks. (laughs) Let's go find some. Okay, let's go. (gasps)
2: Oh, Stu. Oh, Drew. Good luck with that random campus that didn't notice me hiding in the bushes after I've already gathered all the smallest sticks in the surrounding area. (laughs) And now I'm going to hide them in this hole in the dirt. (laughs) Good luck building a campfire now. Hey, Stu, look! This nice man collected the
1: sticks for us. Huh? And you put them neatly into the fire pit we dug so as to be in accordance with local parks department guidelines. Hey, thanks. No! Well, is
2: this your sleeping bag here? Yes. I'm going to kick it. Ah! <sighs> it unrolled perfectly.
1: <laughs> thanks again. Beautiful. What? No! No!
2: Uh. Is this your rolled-up tent? Yeah, we couldn't figure out how to set it up. I'm going to throw it in the lake.
1: Wow, you somehow assembled our entire tent in the air. How? What is happening to me? It may be all my fault, sir.
2: Gregory, what do you mean?
1: You see, sir, because it's my birthday, this morning I made a little cake for myself, and before I blew out the candles, well... I made a little wish. A wish? I wished for my birthday that my boss could become a good guy so that he could experience the joy that kindness brings. But Gregory, do you have any idea how this makes me feel? No. It makes me feel good. Really? I think I love it. Oh, sir, that makes me so happy. And Gregory, happy birthday to you. I wish I'd gotten you something. Well, sir, you are holding a birthday cake with my name on it. How long have I been holding this? Literally all day. Wow. I really am a good guy. The end.
2: We'll be right back.
0: Hey, grown-ups! This next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person I am both a dog and a cat person and honestly I don't want to brag but animals love me too if I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see so it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats I start sneezing my eyes water and I even sometimes have trouble breathing This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control! We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything.
3: Grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. shopify.com slash realm.
0: And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. First up from 11-year-old Georgia in Maryland, we have a story called the bagpiper. Now, bagpipes are pretty interesting instruments, if you ask me, but they are very loud, and some people may sometimes find them a little irritating to listen to, especially if you can't get away from the sound. And in Georgia's story, this is certainly the case, but a child genius figures out that they could sell earplugs to the entire town and really make some moolah and it just gets wackier from there. Great story, Georgia. Thanks for sending it in. Next up from nine-year-old Micah in Colorado, we have a story called New Origin. And now that's new like G-N-U, new. And according to Micah, a new is an egg-shaped dinosaur-like creature which is what an entire family turned into when they somehow annoyed a witch. I love the first sentence of the story. Once upon a time, there was a happy family that somehow annoyed a witch. And Micah, your story is so good that next you're gonna have to write the prequel where we find out exactly how the family annoyed the witch. Great work, my friend. From eight-year-old Eleanor in Utah, our next story is called Mattress Sale Day. And this one's pretty short, so I can just read it to you. Ahem. On mattress sale day, people buy one bazillion mattresses and bring them to the park. Then they make a house out of one bazillion mattresses. Then they live in it for a week. The end. Uh, I don't know about you, but I like this holiday and I would trade in at least three existing holidays just to have mattress sale day. Thanks, Eleanor. And finally, from nine-year-old Oliver in Florida, we have a story called Dr. Gurgle. And in this story, Dr. Gurgle, who is a science teacher that is also a possum, is mixing concoctions with his class of 10 students that were also animals. But then Dr. Gurgle drops a snack cucumber on the ground and someone accidentally spills chemicals on it. Dr. Gurgle doesn't notice and takes a bite. And that's when things get really wild. To find out just how wild, you're gonna have to read Oliver's story. To read all of today's roll call stories, head to storypirates.com/podcast. That was roll call. And now it's time for you to write us a story. Grown-ups can submit kids' stories at storypirates.com. And remember, we respond to every single story we receive. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to Aya, today's author. We'll be back next week with another brand new story. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios. Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, McKenna Cox, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at The Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. The Bad Guy That Does Good Things was adapted by Nick Canales and features performances by Eric Austin, Greg Barnett, Woody Fu, Peter McNerney, and Jasmine Romero. You know, that story was super interesting. The main character really had a hard time being mean. It really isn't that hard to be mean. Here, I'll show you. I'll just write a mean letter to Peter. <laughs> Wait do you see how easy this is. Dear Peter, I like you. Wait, that wasn't what I meant to write. Erasing, and let's start again. <laughs> I'm sure this is going to be very easy. Dear Peter, you're sweet. No! God, did not mean to write that. Erasing. And let's try it again. Don't worry, this is incredibly easy. Dear Peter, you're one of the nicest people I've ever met. I think you're great. I'd like to invite you over for dinner, and I'll cook you whatever you want, because I think you're wonderful. And afterwards, we can play whatever game you want, because your needs are my priority. Ah, this
3: is so difficult.
0: Lovely.